Hey there, beautiful people, and welcome to another episode of The Overflow Show. (laughs) (laughs) Our 14th episode. Um, In this episode, we're going to be talking about our recent vacation this last week to Florida, um, what it was like kayaking to an island and staying the night there, um, and why that was an awesome experience and also a terrible experience um also we have some really exciting news Mm -hmm. you're gonna have to stick around to the end to hear about it Mm -hmm. and just some things that god's laid on our heart to share with you guys so i'm your host caleb and i'm your sis katya and without further ado let's get to the show you're listening to the overflow show the podcast that follows our lives as a young married couple who love Jesus. We are Caleb and Katia Cox, and our goal is to inspire people like you to dream big, know God, and never settle for less. We hope you enjoy the show. Caleb, Katia, why have you been gone so long? Oh. (laughs) Well, Katia... People, fans, let me explain. Oh my goodness. Um, There's no good reason why we have been gone so long. (laughs) True. Um, Two weeks turned into three weeks, and then we left for Florida, and didn't find the time before we left for Florida to release an episode, so um, our apologies and condolences. (laughs) And Um, here we are, happy to be back. Yep, we're back and here to entertain and enlighten. And inspire, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Enlightenment is inspiring. Okay, so kicking it off, um, we can just talk about where we've been for the last week because that's the most, one of the most exciting things. That's Um, happened in the past four weeks. Yes. We went to Florida. I had a week off of work, and we decided to make a vacation out of it. And you planned the whole trip. Yep. Tried my best. (laughs) (laughs) We got my dad's help, strapped a double kayak on top of the Prius, Mm -hmm. got all of our camping gear, all of our speech gear, swimming gear, Mm -hmm. you know. So, uh, just for their sakes, so that they understand um, what our initial plans were, do you want to give a little rundown on what our mm-hmm. what our plans were? Okay, so our hopes and dreams for this trip were to drive the 15 hours down from Texas to Florida. I think we are in Dunedin. I think that's how you say it. Dunedin, Florida. And... It's on the Gulf, so our original plan was to get there, kayak three miles out to Ancloke Key, and camp on the beach for three days. Which is an island. Right. And then after those three days, we'd come back, we'd go to the Airbnb we rented for the last half of the week, and just enjoy ourselves, and go to Clearwater Beach, and drive the 15, 16 hours back on on yesterday. (laughs) Well, that's a really good plan. So, um, things went to plan, didn't they? Definitely. Exactly how we planned. Exactly how we planned. No, they didn't at all. <laughs> <laughs> they were spoiled. So, we ended up getting to Florida way later than we expected to, and we would not be able to make the three-mile trip 
out to the island because it was getting dark very rapidly and we did not want to have to kayak in the middle of the ocean with no lights because the island is primitive so there was nothing we could like head towards no light we could see so we ended up sleeping in the car that night (laughs) and in the parking lot of the um it's a a state yeah it's a state park technically but you're not allowed to stay overnight there we thought it would be fine if we slept in the car because it was already late at night and we were planning on leaving a couple hours later early in the morning but as caleb was passed out in the back seat and i was sleeping in the front a police officer (laughs) came up to our window we'd already been sleeping for about an hour and he gave us a little little knock there and i rolled down the window woke up out of my slumber found my glasses and he was like i'm super sorry you guys like you can't stay overnight here like it's against the rules we've had crazy stuff happen here at night and so they're super strict about it and he was super nice super apologetic and didn't make me feel bad at all and i was like okay thank you do you know where we can stay and he said there's a Walmart parking lot that you can stay at. It's about 10 minutes away from here. So it was, I don't know how late in the night. So I woke up the next morning in a Walmart parking lot. (laughs) He didn't wake up the entire time the police was talking to me. The entire time I was driving, he was passed out in the back. Hilarious. But so anyways, we kayaked out a morning later than we had hoped. One night less than we were going to that we then we had prepared for to spend on the island so mm-hmm. oh man yeah so there we went we kayaked off towards Ancloak Key which was three miles out yeah it took about two hours to get there more or less mm-hmm. um we saw dolphins on the way out Lots there of dolphins mm-hmm. it was so beautiful because they were just like right off the edge of our kayak not like directly we couldn't pet them but like we could see them very distinctly yeah it's like they were coming to say hi mm-hmm. and um the trip over was amazing when we got there the island was super beautiful nothing like i had really ever seen before yeah um it's just a small island it's about four miles long but um do you want to say anything yeah we um I we both had headaches because we were pretty sweaty and like dehydrated just from the kayak uh, trip out there. Um, we took a ton of waters with us, um, so we just kind of found a really beautiful spot um, on this little beach area. The sand was white like snow, um, and we just napped. Found a little bit of shade and napped for a little while and. It was really hot, um, but it was really beautiful. Like Katya said, I had never seen anything like that. Um, And so we just hung out on the island for a day um, in seemingly like paradise conditions. Um, It was really cool. Um, People did take their boats out there um, to kind of dock near the beach and hang out there for day trips and such. Um, so we decided that we would camp at the first place that we found, um, right on the edge of the forest, but there was like, uh, white sand, like for a little portion of it. So it was like our own little hiding spot, like around, like away from everybody else. Um, and that was another plan that turned out different than we had expected. 
Um, so we set our tent up and everything like that. And then um, that evening, we realized that there were these little bugs that are like the size of gnats, but they bite and it really hurts. Um, and that was a big fiasco. We um, The biggest fiasco you could possibly imagine. Yeah. I'm not a very dramatic person, but whenever Caleb says this night was terrible, it was terrible. Yeah. So um, it was an accumulation of multiple discomforts. Uh, for one, our bedding got sand all over it despite our efforts. Um, these little gnats decided to fly into the tent before we were able to close everything up um and we killed a lot and then we had tons of bug spray on too. yeah we ha- we sprayed so much bug spray it was spraying hard. it around the tent it was hard to breathe um and so it starts raining so Kati has to get out of the tent and put the tent cover on um and, and that's when a lot more bugs lot came, more in. came in and so for the next, um, from probably midnight? Mm, no. Earlier? Mm, definitely. Like eight, nine? Yeah, because we weren't up long after dark. Okay, probably yeah. around nine. So from about nine till 4 a.m., it was probably every five or six seconds we were smacking ourselves to hit, try and hit bugs that were like munching down on us. Mm-hmm. Um so that so just picture this yeah for a second so you're laying in a sandy yeah. bed drenched in sweat no airflow because you have to have the tent enclosed because it's pouring rain some rain's dripping in the tent and there's mosquitoes and these evil little gnats that are constantly biting you and there's literally nothing you can do about it because all you could have done is put bug spray on and check you did that nowhere to run nowhere to hide <laughs> yeah so I slept a couple hours probably in total. Katya said she didn't sleep at all. Um, I nodded off and woke up just to smack a bug, you know, or roll over because <laughs> there's sand on my back or on my armpit or wherever uncomfortable, you know. Yeah, and if we laid all the way out, either our head or our feet were touching the end of the tent, which had gotten wet on the inside. So we were wet too, um, <laughs> added to our sweat, and um, so I played a Dan Moeller sermon and was just listening to that, and and I was being pretty convicted to, um, I don't know, just not being a complaining heart, um, not being a in a complaining mindset, just yeah. because I knew that despite this intense experience and this like complete um discomfort i was just so encouraged by my salvation and encouraged by Mm -hmm. the goodness of god and um and i started actually just like i was just praying and and i was just hoping that katia was getting a little bit more comfortable um and I don't remember if you remember me singing, but I was just like, thank you, Jesus. And I was just like, I don't know. I just wanted that to be the only thing that was like 
yeah for the most part able to come out of my heart come out Mm. of my spirit in like pure discomfort super inconvenient crazy like it was crazy and katia so you wake up at like 4 a.m and you didn't wake up but you sat up and yeah i sat up and i was like we gotta get out of here like we gotta get out of here and we literally broke down camp right then and there it's dark dark as night you know because it's the middle of the night (laughs) and we tear down camp constantly getting bitten by mosquitoes and those little bugs like Mm -hmm. there's nowhere we could go to get away from them if you've seen the hunger games um when they're being attacked by those wasps that's what it felt like Mm -hmm. but i guess without the insane swelling and such um, and death but when we say constant it was constant yeah it wasn't constant as much as well it was constant but it was also like they were in masses, like, yeah. attacking us, like, everywhere, and the mosquitoes were feasting, and those gnats were <laughs> attacking for whatever reason. Terrifying. I don't know. All all I know is that God didn't create those little demons, um, <laughs> and I know that some of you agree with me that it's just hard to find the purpose of most evil bugs like that. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. Seriously. Um, and so we escaped that wretched situation. Um, and Passed ourselves out into open water. Yes. The mosquitoes followed me a little bit of the way out there. But once I smacked a few and we got far enough out, we were good. Yeah, I was rowing with all my might to get away from that place. Yeah. Faster than I'd ever rowed before. Yeah. I guarantee you that. So we're free at this point. <laughs> And then we realize that it's the middle of the night and we're on the ocean and we have a two-hour trip um, to get back to shore. (laughs) And it's not like morning bright. It's like nothing. It's like dark, dark, dark. Plus you're on the ocean so you don't have light. um, You don't have road markers. You don't have anything. All we had was the lights from the land that was far off and a big tower, like industrial tower thing that we knew... We were supposed to aim a little bit to the right of that. So we're kayaking. And after like 15 minutes, I was like, Katia, look. And like we look back and you can't even see the island basically because it it was was so dark. Yeah, it was that dark. Um, So we're on the ocean and it's dark. (laughs) But we are so at peace. Yeah. After escaping such a situation, there's a breeze. We're just cruising. It was really peaceful it was heavenly after what we had been through even though we were cautious to be careful i suppose because we're just you know being careful because i don't know a storm maybe could have come in or something like that so we were keeping a really good pace honestly Mm -hmm. um and it was amazing by the time we got close enough to have to see to know how to enter because there were multiple islands like um dotting along the way so we had to go in between certain islands and stuff to get to the right place um the light came and it was an amazing sunrise such a beautiful sunrise yeah so we got to the shore and loaded up our kayak changed and (laughs) our three night plan turned into a one night um barely (laughs) yeah and then we found a nearby hotel and we showered and slept yep (laughs) and it was amazing it was amazing yeah and we 
Yeah, and we went out to eat, and we came back, and we slept the night through, and woke up to continue our plan of mm-hmm. going to the Airbnb, and going to Clearwater Beach, which is absolutely beautiful, and yeah. overall, our trip was really, really fun. Yeah, um, a couple things about the island. Um, I put up an Instagram post um, that a lot of you may have seen, and I said that if Jesus is everything to you, then hardship is your best friend concerning growth. Mm. And just to expound on that a little bit, was that was in re- retrospect of having a night like that. Um, I felt like it grew me spiritually. Um, anytime you're in a hard situation and Jesus is your focus and you don't let yourself be in a mentality of complaining, um, but you're grateful for the gospel and who he is. Um, it just grows you. It's like you can take, you went through that, you're stronger and better for it. And you don't resent the experience. You, you thank God that you have opportunities to go through hardship. Um, it produces endurance in you for the gospel. Yeah, exactly. And we weren't on the island, like, doing anything specifically for the gospel, but it was hardship, and we responded in truth. And that's exciting. That is Um, exciting. We didn't just, I hate this island, and I can't believe this trip ended up like, and just get whatever resentful, or, God, how could you let those bugs attack us? (laughs) Like... Because um, obviously that's not God. Who would ever blame our good God for that? Yeah, um, it was just an opportunity to grow because it was hard and we kept Jesus the center. So that's why I posted what I posted. Um, yeah, so the rest of the trip was serene, relaxful, amazing. Yeah. Relaxful? Relaxing. Relaxing. <laughs> Sorry about that. It was that. full of relax. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, me and Caleb had some bonding time, right? Yes, we did. <laughs> Just yeah. the two of us. Yeah, it was nice. It was really fun. Uh-huh. It was our first vacation since our honeymoon together. Yep. And we got to, in case any of you are curious, um, we drove. So it was a 16-hour drive. We... Um, so we set a budget for about one thousand mm-hmm. um, dollars for one thousand, and we ended up all in all going over that by like a hundred and sixty bucks or something like that. Um, I don't know if you guys have like an idea of what vacations cost. It varies a ton, um, but our Airbnb for three nights ended up being three hundred dollars. Um, really good deal. Yeah. Um, For how beautiful it was. Yeah, it was really beautiful. Just a little one room. I mean, a lot of Airbnbs, just in case you guys are wondering, it's like our Airbnb was listed as $60 a night. But with cleaning fees and everything added, it ended up being like $100 a night. Um, What did we learn logistically? Um, To be flexible. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that's kind of a big deal for me. I planned the whole trip. And was expecting things to go a certain way. And since I planned the trip, I was more in control of what was supposed to be happening and what, you know, like things lining up and stuff like that. And it went downhill from the very first night we got there with us not being able to get to the island. And then again, when we left the island early to find a hotel. And then, I, yeah, just the flexibility of vacation. I mean, in life, you literally never mm-hmm. know what could happen. 
and to be okay with that in light. I mean, yeah, for that's me, a, yeah, that's a good point. For me, it's to be okay with it in light of the gospel because, like we were saying about the hardships, everything when you put it in perspective of Jesus, your salvation, your hope, and your joy, it's like none of that means anything. It really doesn't. And it's just producing endurance in you if you're focusing on him. If None you're... of the hardships mean anything. Right. Yeah. yeah. In the long run, like those little things, the mishaps and the loss of control, it really, it does mean nothing for you in the long run yeah. if your focus and your identity is in him. So. Yeah, that's good. It th- was growing. Yeah, I definitely. think a, a good point that you made um, is... I think a lot of us tend to do this with vacations and travel and all that. When things don't go to plan, it's cause for us to be discouraged or upset or frustrated with ourselves or to be let down. Um, I think even though we, of course, have expectations for like a vacation, um, we should probably, it'd probably be best to err on the side of having less expectations and more of a like going into it with the mindset mindset and mentality of i'm choosing for this to be a relaxing amazing time um and i'm gonna enjoy the time with my wife with god with uh opportunities and downtime to read um i got to read a business book Mm -hmm. um that was a really 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 good gave me some amazing like inspirations truths and takeaways concerning business yeah. Um, and Katya got to read like 200 pages of Oh my gosh, no, not 200 pages. Well, like 180? Well, like 15 chapters I started reading the uncondensed version of Little Women because I joined a book club. I mm-hmm. love reading with a passion and I was in a book club freshman year of high school. I didn't and know I that. haven't been since then, which was six years ago. So I'm really excited to be able to connect with people over books again. And honestly, I haven't seen the Little Women movie, either of them, the old one or the new one. <laughs> so I'm really excited. And it's just a good overall book. Like, I didn't expect there to be little things of faith in there. But just like, throughout the book, the mom, if you know anything about Little Women, it's about four sisters living with their mom while their dad's away at war. And the mom just teaches them these little life lessons that all tie back to the father, their heavenly father being Jesus. And it's just really cool for me to see the parallels. And mm-hmm. um, my quote of the day today is going to be from that book. So. Yes. Okay. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Time for quote of the day. And this is the quote of the week. Oh, yeah. Quote of the day. Quote of the week. Quote of the two weeks, possibly. <laughs> Depending on what we decide. <laughs> But here it is. There is not much danger that real talent or goodness will be overlooked long. Even if it is, the consciousness of possessing and using it well should satisfy one. And the great charm of all power is modesty. And that's in chapter 7 of Little Women. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Do you get it? Why don't you expound? Okay. Um... It is kind of confusing just because of the way that it is written, but it's saying that... The way that it was writ. Yes, the way that it was wrote. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's talking about humility, and it's talking about modesty, and it's talking about how, like, your talent 
and your gifts and how oh yeah it's talking about your talents and your gifts but also goodness and they're not being in need to boast about it to bring it to other people's attention because the consciousness of possessing it mm-hmm. possessing that thing that goodness and using it well using that gift or talent well Mm -hmm. using it for god it should satisfy you Mm -hmm. and the greatest charm it says of all power is modesty which is synonymous to humility Mm -hmm. um and meekness and so it's like i think that's really beautiful when katia told me that she read it to me on the while we were driving and um it's just beautiful i think the most beautiful to god when we have something that goes unnoticed and we're content in the goodness of it Mm -hmm. in service to him yeah um yeah i mean power with humility is god's favorite thing yeah yeah that's why that was so powerful to me right pride is evil and humility is power (laughs) yeah (laughs) so do you have a quote of the day yes i do all righty (laughs) then okay um so my quote of the week (laughs) oh yeah i keep saying that um is o imparato che niente e impossibile e anche che casi (laughs) niente e facile what um, language is that? That's Spanish. I will trans. Well, it's Italian. Um, I'll translate, which is very similar language. Mm. Um, I've learned that nothing is impossible and that almost nothing is easy. And that is Articolo 31 from an Italian rap group called Un Urlo. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that was actually in the book that I read, but. Um, I've learned that nothing is impossible and that almost nothing is easy. That mm-hmm. is powerful to me because yeah. I've been talking to my family and Katia somewhat recently just about how um, there's this facade that when things are easy um, is the best thing ever. Like, it's what we're going after. Nothing that we really desire is easy um, because if it's easy, it's... I don't know. Other than the gospel and receiving God's forgiveness and grace and transformation, that's pretty much the only... The easy thing is receiving it. But when we grow, if you want to grow in the gospel, um, you're not signing up for something that's easy. Because if everything in your life is easy, your opportunities for growth go way down. Um, So we shouldn't celebrate or or be so consumed by desiring for things to be easy um but also that nothing is impossible that's just so Mm -hmm. profound to me that nothing's impossible and almost nothing is easy yeah it's the it's just awesome yeah i love it so (laughs) um yeah so also i just to kind of end this um to sort of wrap up what we were talking about for this podcast, um, on the way back, so it was like a 16, 17 hour drive yeah. on the way back, and um, Katia drove about three hours of that. <laughs> um, Caleb's a trooper. And I drove like 13 and a half hours of that. Um, 
not bragging. I'm just saying I had a lot. <laughs> I had a lot of awake time, uh, time to spend thinking and listening to my audiobook, finishing that, and um, so. I started getting kind of tired. We were like three hours, three and a half, four hours from home. And it was after I had finished listening to what I wanted to listen to. And I started getting a little bit dozy. So I was like, what would wake me up to listen to? And so I decided to listen to Streetlights Bible, which is on Spotify. They're an amazing uh, group that's basically audio Bible to its spoken like word, hip hop. Yeah. And so I listened to the whole book of Revelations um, on that, and <laughs> oh my gosh, um, it instilled in me this, like, if you just go through that, especially the way they do it with the music they use in the background, so intense and sometimes, like, could be scary if it wasn't the gospel, um, Revelations is so intense, and I don't think that we should get caught up on trying to understand every little thing. Um, we should always want and have a listening ear for understanding. Um, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that just let yourself grow in the fear of the Lord. And if you listen to Revelations, don't get caught up on every little thing. Just be amazed by God and by the gospel and let yourself grow in the Lord. And be excited that um, in that last day, when men and wealthy men are... Um, and all the kingdoms of the world, uh, all the people are going to be running to take shelter in mountains, and they're going to cry out to the rocks and the mountains to fall on them and kill them to hide themselves from the terror of the Lord. Like, wow. that's going to be going on in the earth. But it says that God's elect, um, which is who we are, it's what we're called to be, that will stand tall in that day that will be before God blameless and will have boldness in the day of judgment and people will be crying out of all walks of life to die so that they don't face God and we get to stand blameless and that just puts a fear in me like nothing else and my prayer since I re listened all the way through revelations I've just been praying like God, let me, like, live for that day. Like, I live for that day, God, to stand before you in the end when all is said and done and to have boldness and purity and excitement before you. Um, that's what's been driving me, um, just that revelation. And, um, yeah, I mean, I'm getting a lot of inspiration and motivation for business and, and growth uh, in the insurance and such, and um, things are getting better and better, but in light of the gospel and revelations especially it's all for nothing if i'm not living for that day if i'm not living to stand before him one day and if my eyes aren't fixed on everything is working towards me standing before him and him saying well done my good and faithful servant and entering into paradise for eternity with mm -hmm. him yeah yeah that's good so, yeah so um, that's what good Sure. I wanted to share concerning that. <laughs> nice. Should we announce the... Yeah, Okay. up with that. So, we will be putting it on our Instagram and Facebook page soon, um, but we are going to be doing a $50 giveaway. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Cash, we don't... right? It might be Amazon gift card or something, but it's going to be a $50 giveaway, um, and... 
So we're going to announce all the stipulations and um, everything that you need to do to enter into the giveaway, um, and then we'll be announcing when the giveaway will take place. It will be sometime in August, um, and we're excited to kind of it be our first way of giving back to those of you who listen, um, and an opportunity for you guys to be engaged and to share the Overflow Show to people who watch your story and stuff like that on instagram um and so it's kind of a two-faceted thing it's an opportunity for us to give back to you guys for Mm -hmm. one of you to win 50 bucks (laughs) which isn't a lot but it's a cool like you have a high chance of winning it because we don't have a ton of followers (laughs) right now yeah um but also it's just an opportunity for um the word to get out that we give money away now so (laughs) so yeah um stay tuned check out our instagram to find all the info on the giveaway do you want to at yourself there at caleb cox 23 Mm -hmm. c-a-l-e-b-c-o-x 23 two three um so yeah you can go to my instagram page and katia will put it on her instagram story Mm -hmm. as well at Katia, C-A-T-I-A dot C-O-X. Yes, that's me. So, yeah. Um, I do have a private account, but don't be afraid. Yeah, you can follow, follow her. Um, Especially if I see you're following Caleb, I'll accept immediately. <laughs> yeah, if you follow me first and then follow her, it'll be the easiest way. She's pretty strict about people following her on Instagram. You know, just randos. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, I just welcome- sometimes they're sketch stuff. I welcome all randos to my Instagram. Uh, Be transformed by the gospel if you're a weirdo. So, um, all right. Well, that concludes this episode of the Overflow Show. We love you all. We thank you all. And we'll just be excited to give $50 to one of you amazing, lovely people. Well, that's all for now. Have a good evening. Adieu.